All right, Arisha, you got your wedding bells ready? Got them right here. How about your handful of rice? I think it's bubbles now, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. I'm just having a hard time moving on from that one. So you're saying blowing bubbles at your friends isn't quite the same? Exactly. I want them to really (laughs) feel it. So anyway, cue the bubbles. The bachelorette Katie Thurston is ready for a trip down the aisle. Amazing, right? What was supposed to happen on the show actually happened? Oh, it's crazy. The finale of The Bachelorette last night actually ended with a proposal and Katie got engaged to Blake Moynes. But not without a bunch of drama, because this is The Bachelorette. Yes. I mean, when the two front runners actually quit the show, it's gonna be a pretty rocky road to the altar. Yeah, like, look, I'm just glad she's marrying at least one of her top three. Yeah, isn't that what every bride wants? (laughs) Yeah, and like every perfect match, there's really just one question left about Katie and Blake. Yeah, are they still together? Mm. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. Today is Tuesday, August 10th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. Hey everyone, it's David Duchovny. Do you ever feel like you're just failing? Trust me, I get it. Hell, I've spent my whole life feeling like I'm failing. It's appropriate, though, because failure in all its forms is the whole point of my new podcast, Fail Better. I'm joining forces with Lemonada Media to explore the world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. As someone who has experienced my own set of personal and professional defeats, I've always been intrigued by how those failures influenced my journey, sometimes for the better. And I know I'm not alone in those wonderings. So each week I'll chat with artists, athletes, actors, thinkers, and experts about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalyst for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery. Code Wondery. So sometimes an episode of reality TV can just leave you so satisfied. And keep coming back for more. Yeah. And Bachelorette Katie Thurston definitely left the finale of the season feeling exactly that way. Yep. Katie wrapped up the reality dating competition series with a shiny new ring on her finger. Right. But it was a long and dramatic road to get there, like always. Two Mm -hmm. weeks ago, fan favorite single dad Michael Aleo quit the show to return home to his son. And then last week, frontrunner Greg Grippo made a shocking exit, too. Yeah. So we talked about this last week after the hometown date. 
Greg poured his heart out and confessed his love to Katie. And Katie responded with, I love looking at you. (laughs) And unsurprisingly, things went downhill very quickly from there. He came to talk with her one-on-one, and that ended with him saying he was done with the show. Katie ran after him, begging him to stay, got down on her knees. And Greg was like, "Uh uh-uh. I'm out. <laughs> and Katie locked herself in the bathroom and asked for a plane ticket home. Yeah. But Katie did decide to stick it out and stay at the New Mexico resort where they're filming the show. Mm-hmm. And that left her with two remaining guys going into the final episode. Justin, the investment sales consultant from Baltimore, and Blake, the Canadian wildlife manager. And look, I didn't necessarily think Blake was a shoe in for Katie's heart. Like, I don't feel like we saw a lot of their love bloom. Um, <laughs> he was a latecomer to the show. Like, he wasn't supposed to even be a contestant. And he was previously on season 16 of The Bachelorette, the crazy one that had Claire and Tasha, and he tried <laughs> to win both of their hearts. Yeah, but he's a good lesson in trying and trying and trying. Um, <laughs> yes. He apparently had a thing for Katie when he saw her on season 25 of The Bachelor. Yeah. He slid into her DMs, could have told him it doesn't work. Um, so he does what any guy who's interested in a girl does. He calls the producers of a huge TV show and yeah. says he wants to meet her. Right. And it worked. They fly yeah. Blake in to join the show as a mystery man. So it was obvious that Katie and Blake did have some chemistry. But like I said, like their connection usually got overshadowed by all the other drama on the show. Yeah. And it's The Bachelorette. So nothing but petty drama from all the other guys. <laughs> and then we also had everything that happened with Michael and Greg leaving the show. Yeah. So, I mean, coming into the finale, Katie's definitely got some heartbreak baggage, but she wipes away those tears over Greg and leaps into Blake's arms for their date. Uh, literally, she does the running leap into his arms and they go on another playful date, this time throwing paint balloons at each other, which kind of gave me 10 things I hate about mm. you vibes. Mm-hmm. They make out in a makeshift hot tub, you know, classic bachelor date stuff. Yeah. Um, but Blake does use this opportunity to just lay it all on the line he tells katie he only says i love you to a few people like his mom and his dad and then he just drops it on her we were playing hockey and you scored a point (laughs) (laughs) it's a goal and it was when i remembered that moment that without thinking about it and without trying to think about it i just realized i was like and i said to myself i was like i love her Remember, Katie's the one that has said she's not going to say I love you on the show. It's essentially the reason that Greg left. Right. But then Katie says something like, I've been trying to not say it to anyone. The word's a really big deal to me. I want to be stubborn. (laughs) But then she just says, forget it. And I love you so effing much. Yeah. And then, of course, what follows, we get the fantasy sweet card and they share some cheesecake and red wine and who knows what else in the boom boom room. Right. I love how Katie's like, listen, I wasn't going to say it, but honestly, guys are dwindling. So I love you, too. (laughs) Yeah. I can't lose another one because then I won't even get to make the choice. (laughs) So cut to the next day. They wake up together whispering, I love yous. Blake gushes to the camera about how amazing it feels to wake up next to Katie. And then Katie heads back to the resort to meet up with Tasha and Caitlin, where she just, you know, spills all the tea over some girl talk. Yeah, we got a nice classic line. She said she was satisfied plenty of times, Ooh. which I'm sure Blake's friends are high-fiving oh. him left and right. <laughs> but then Caitlin reminds her what everyone watching is thinking. Yeah, got another guy here, Justin, yeah. and he's ready and waiting for his final date. I know, poor Justin. So before they meet up, Justin tells the cameras he's in love with Katie and it's awkward. Oh, man. Oh, poor guy. We all know she's just said she loves somebody else. So Katie goes to meet him, not even 10 steps in before she's like, yo, I love Blake. 
the night before yeah. and Justin's like, you mean if I had won that coin toss and gotten the date first, <laughs> it could have been me? Right. His first <laughs> sign should have been when she didn't slow motion run to him. That's <laughs> yep, yep. a telltale sign. <laughs> so, you know, Justin's gone. Katie and Blake are in love. Now it's just happily ever after, right? <gasps> Wrong. Of course not. Blake <laughs> then meets Katie's mom and her Aunt Lindsay. Her mom seems fine with Blake. I mean, she's not like gushing about right. him, but she's not like, I hate him. <laughs> Aunt Lindsay, on the other hand, <laughs> is more in the, I'm not loving this guy camp. I do want approval from you, and I do want approval from... Oh, yeah. Cute. R- Ronda Lee, <laughs> right? But it's like, what, what matters is that Katie and I are on yeah. the same page. Like, you... M- ultimately mean nothing like hate to break it to you but like you better be secure as Mm -hmm. coming into our family because at the end of the day you're here because we want you here not because we need you here right yeah so that's fun i mean aunt Lindsay is just a barrel of laughs (laughs) honestly she came into this show ready to just light blake up um, she and understand- came in hot. <laughs> she did. And understandably, Blake looks like he wants to run into the woods. Yeah. Um, he leaves this meeting with Katie's family, honestly feeling unsure. Who could blame him? But he and Katie, they meet up to do this fear ceremony thing where they meet an energy healer who tells them to write down their fears and then throw them into a fire. And it's classic bachelorette date that we could not care less about. (laughs) Exactly. But thank God they no longer have anything to be afraid of, right? (laughs) So Blake meets up with Tasha to look at engagement rings and it's the classic will he or won't he propose moment. (sighs) Will the show do what it says it does and has been doing for the last 19 seasons or won't it? (sighs) Who knows? We'll never know. It's the most dramatic (laughs) season of all time. (laughs) But spoiler alert. It's easy to look around and feeling like we're dreaming and living out what's basically felt like a fairy tale. Since day one, it's been a connection and an understanding that seemed too good to be true, but I knew. We've got sweeping romantic music playing as Katie and Blake stand against the beautiful New Mexican mountains. Blake tells her he's worried he can't give her what she wants, but then... He gets down on one knee and pops the question. I mean, I know I was as shocked as Katie. (laughs) He's proposing to her on a show where the end is a proposal? I can't believe it. I know. Um, But yeah, she accepts a proposal and then gives him the final rose. Yes. And it all ends with them literally riding off into the sunset. Like, seriously, they (laughs) hop on horses and they ride into the New Mexico (laughs) desert. But like with every season of The Bachelor and Bachelorette, there's immediately a juicy after show called After the Final Rose. Mm -hmm. This is, of course, the part of the show where The Bachelorette gets to bring out the guy who won. But she also gets to come face to face with the one person who broke her heart. And of course, this season, that's the guy Katie was crushing on since her first night. She gave him the first impression rose, Greg Grippo. And Katie just jumps into this heated tirade about how he never really loved her, Mm -hmm. because if he did, he would have stayed on the show. And she actually ends up accusing him of acting until he messed it all up in the end. And he replies, he's like, what? I'm no Meryl Streep. And it's like, (laughs) no one's saying you are. I didn't think you were. Um, But then Katie goes on to say that he was gaslighting her. He was twisting everything to make it seem like the reason he was leaving was really all her fault. All very true. Valid points. 
And then they awkwardly wished each other the best. And that was it. So then Blake comes out and him and Katie do the typical, we just got engaged, gushing to Tasha and Caitlin. And it does honestly seem like they're really happy, I think. But Mm -hmm. if Bachelor Nation history has taught us anything, it's be skeptical. And you might see these people on Paradise in a couple years. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) a lot of these romances have a very short shelf life. I mean, some people break up in the months between filming the finale and coming back for after the (gasps) final rose, which is super awkward. So good. Um, And it's just so hard to believe that Blake is the one when she's called Michael her person. And then she wanted to quit the show because Greg was leaving. Like, how how can you convince me that Blake is not just the stand-in who didn't leave her? I know. It is honestly sad, and it's hard not to look at it that way. He does seem like a really nice guy. Like, yeah. I do like them Canadian. together. Of course. Canadians are so, <laughs> so nice. nice. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. They seem happy. I, I hope it works for them. Yeah. Only time will tell. But I am yeah. going to agree with Katie. Like, Greg, he does deserve a Razzie for all those giant crocodile tears this season. Oh, come on. These reality shows only show what's really real and authentic and true. You know? You're right. You're right. I forget. God, I love true love. <laughs> Brought to you by Neil Lane. <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richie. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends, we've got the hot goss. If you like Rich and Daily, you can listen to every episode ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.